In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. As we walk through the fire of time and our destiny, let this landmark be remembered as the calm before the storm. The battle lines have been drawn and a peek through the looking glass has shown most Americans how evil our captors are and how far they are willing to take us into the pit of destruction. No stones unturned, no bunkers to run to. It is simply now our destiny to combat with the naked truth that we have faced. We are faced with the, with the exact monster our ancestors have had faced for generations. No more will we be reading out this moment in history books, but we will be living through one of the most epic times in history that the world has ever faced. Despite the mask that the technocracy has put on the surveillance state, when tyranny reveals its head, it's always the same ugly monster. Instinctively like a shadow of a vulture on the ground to a field mouse, the mouse instantly recognizes the threat and acts accordingly. Our genetics recognize tyranny and instinctively we are rejecting this new system as a whole. Isolation is simply a mechanism to make us feel alone, but know that we are not. From the rejection, the group running this think that they can destroy your civilization in forced compliance. In the name of climate change, they are rolling out the new surveillance state of control. COVID was simply a beta test, and now we're facing the next phase. The first step is to silence any voices that are not touting the groupthink narrative. We are now seeing the full plan to demonize and destroy the MAGA movement and dismantle American exceptionalism and merge the American system into a global sludge of bland culturalism that holds no dissenting views or lifestyles. A uniparty with a unirace of neither man nor woman, neither black nor white, neither rich nor poor, but simply a number. Having no element of individual expression or thought, they are attempting to stamp out this great American spirit that has been the beacon of hope and the light for the rest of the world. At this moment, right now, you are faced with the greatest decision for the future. Are you going to go quietly into the night or are you going to reject this moment in time to your core? You listen to Joshua Michael. This is non-compliant America. Welcome. Very strong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how Just on time, right on time, there's Hillary Clinton. 
coming out right uh, right at the same time that Newsweek and Zero Hedge just came out with an article talking about how Biden, the Biden administration has quietly created a new category of extremists that seek to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. Exclusive on Newsweek. I'm going to post this on my article today uh, at Noncompliant America. Donald Trump followers targeted by FBI as the 2024 election nears. And just on time, just at a perfect time, uh, they are now targeting and coming out with the plan that they've always had, that they've always had in the back pocket, and more importantly, things that they've already been doing for years. Even in Oregon, we have had FBI infiltration into noncompliance resistance movements, different rallies and events that we've done around here. I've met, I've personally outed some of them, and, uh, and I've seen them. It's, it's really obvious. But they've been doing this forever. Any American exceptionalism, any concept of appreciating America, loving America, um, supporting the front runner who is leading Joe Biden by 10 to 15 points in most polls, who is going to comp- have a complete landslide. The reality is, is that it's beyond the ability for them to commit fraud. So all the 2,000 mules and the, and, the, and the fraud that they've been doing for the election system, Donald Trump is so far ahead of that that they can't get enough mail-in ballots, enough absentee ballots, enough fraudulent, because they still have to have ballots that go into the machines. And even though we had drastic spikes in all the key swing states like Philadelphia and uh, even Arizona, there are direct peaks for certain candidates such as Joe Biden that go straight up, which is a statistical anomaly that does not happen in any other circumstances and the chances of it happening are just exceptionally low. So most of that stuff is coming out. People get, people understand. People can now see and they're breaking from the system. They're breaking from the democratic stronghold, the emotional enslavement that's been endured for these past eight years with the Trump derangement syndrome and just the nonsense, the lies. And it's not just Trump. It's everything. Everything surrounding most things that you're seeing that's coming out of these people's mouths, these talking heads, which one of the head of the snakes, Hillary Clinton, has now just come out and actively declared war on MAGA people. And yes, Trump is part of MAGA. But is MAGA Trump? I don't think so. There are people that have broken away from Trump that are still all about MAGA. But the MAGA movement itself, which Trump was ahead of, has played an integral part in countering the fluid revolution of this malice revolution, of this Marxist revolution, social revolution that they're enduring right now culturally, all the way down to our youth and the effects that it's had uh, across the board and where people are waking up. We have angry moms waking up, going into the school boards, 
taking back the rights of their children, countering the transgender nonsense. Huge pushback for that. Huge pushback for the COVID tyranny. Huge pushback for the masks, the vaccine, big pharma, industry. People are starting to get it. And they're starting to fight back. And they're starting to take back their freedoms that we've always had, that we still do have. But we need to fight for them. And we need to fight for them. And so now, at a perfect time, when the captors of this country are beginning to lose control, what do they do? The United States government, which is captured, now needs to turn on the majority of its people for the sake of our safety, for the sake of our liberties, for the sake of all these things. They now need to turn the entire industrial complex that has incrementally been assembled for 50, 60 years where they've used it on different terrorist organizations such as you know, Bin Laden or Osama Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi and all these other things. But they won't turn it on the Mexican cartels. They won't use the deep state apparatus against the Mexican cartels to protect us from a real epidemic such as fentanyl coming across the border and the tens of thousands of people crossing each day now. We're in upwards of millions and millions of people this year already. So with that, we're not going to use the apparatus for that because they want the flooding of migrants. They want the breakdown of the civilization. They want these suburban neighborhoods to not have the safety and security and the efficiency within our infrastructure, our complex infrastructure. They don't want that to happen. They want us to get disrupted. They need the disruption with the overpopulation, just like what they did in Europe and Sweden. I don't know if you've seen Sweden and the invasion of migrants. I mean, it's happening everywhere. It's not just the United States. We've been isolated from it for a while, but now they're going full bore. They can't have a functional republic such as the United States being a beacon of light for the entire world. When they roll out their global government, global, global control system with the CBDC, cryptocurrency, and the destruction of the dollar, destruction of civilization in itself, they need a global savior to protect against that. So they're using the deep state, whatever you want to call it, apparatus, the administrative state is now turning against the American people publicly. Because they need this next wave to counter the real revolution that's happening right now. So they're calling it MAGA extremists, MAGA extremism. And what does that mean? That means a January 6th 2.0 coming down in the near future, probably a real potential type insurrection, which will be completely handled by the CIA deep state FBI uh, organizers, which has come out when the Whitmer kidnapping, all FBI, behind FBI. It's uh, the J6. They had thousands of FBI agents in January 6th, handling, controlling, manipulating people like Ray Epps 
and some of his counterparts and everything else, they are always controlling these narratives. They need a false flag thing to happen very, very, very soon in order to justify the backlash that's about to endure all the regular American people. If you challenge the election, if you say, hey, I think there's some real problems with the election, or hey, I really like some of the things that Donald Trump is saying, you are now considered, according to the FBI, as a terrorist. Think about that, folks. Newsweek spoke to over a dozen current and former government officials who specialize in terrorism in the three-month investigation. Let's just go, hold on one second. Let's look up the definition of terrorism. Do you guys actually know what the definition of terrorism is? Do you know what terrorism actually stands for? It's not some scary boogeyman with a, a towel on his head, you know, walking through the desert. That's actually not what a terrorist is. A terrorist is somebody who uses the unlawful use of violence to intimidate, especially against civilians, in pursuit of a political aim. So it's all about political agendas, political motivations, political movements. They are using terrorism to instoke fear upon the people to accomplish a political agenda. Boy, that sounds like the Democratic Party to me. I don't know about you. That sounds like the COVID doctors. That sounds like the Anthony Fauci's and the Peter Daszak's. Doesn't it? Aren't they? Wouldn't they, according to the definition of terrorism, be considered terrorists? Not some soccer mom that lives down the street that's just trying to keep her kid from getting inducted into this transcovia cult. Right? So do you see what's happening? Do you see how they are now positioning? Because there is a huge, ginormous wave supporting and getting behind Donald Trump, even though all the attacks, despite all the attacks that they are doing, still a huge movement and they can't stop it. So what do they have to do? Now they have to start arresting and coming after the American people. Broadcasting from the former state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America, second segment. Before we went to break, we were talking about the FBI targeting the American people for having freedom of speech and exercising their rights as free, open Americans and how that's a challenge to the oncoming system. And the bigger picture is the fact that they cannot have the American system intact by the time they roll out this new global system that's already underway with the BRICS nations completely undermining the petrodollar 
and all these other things, they now need the Department of Homeland Security apparatus, which was set up by 9-11 from 9-11. They were trying to pass it in the early 90s, and it got shut down over and over and over and over and over again. And then in the night of October, right after 2001, right after the 9-11 quote-unquote terrorist attack happened, they passed this in the dead of night and created the Department of Homeland Security. The Department of Homeland Security that virtually is the 13th piece of the federal government that oversees all the other branches of government, which is now exposing itself for what it was created specifically to work in tandem with FBI and CIA and other agencies to spy on the American people, to put them in line, to intimidate them, to scare them, to manipulate them, to co-opt them, and more importantly, attack them and dismantle any trends, any movements that are going to counter the destruction of the American system in which they are doing now. Because as people are waking up, which they always anticipated people waking up, they actually, I think, anticipated people waking up from COVID. They knew this was going to happen and they talk about it. They talk about it all the time on how they knew this was going to wake people up, but they are confident by they, I mean the captors of this state, the captors, the operators, the corporations, the nonprofits, the NGOs that are really running things. It's not our government. Those people, they know that there's going to be a resistance movement coming. And so they've been setting up something such as like the Department of Homeland Security, stating that it's a good thing that it's protecting us as American people. How do you protect yourself from yourself? When you then become categorized as a terrorist, over 80 million people, I think it's actually over 100 million people now that are supporting Donald Trump for president because he is the only one in the forefront that is con that can come against these people. Now, I was listening to Ann Coulter the other day. She was on a PBD podcast talking about why she doesn't and no longer supports Trump, which there's a very good argument there, right? He didn't do all the things he said he was going to do. He didn't follow through with all these things and everything else. But you also have to understand he was very ignorant going into the White House with who the players are. And being in the business private sector, he had never imagined, this is just my opinion, he would have never imagined the level of betrayal and the, the amount of disgusting people in Washington that surrounded him. And how much these backstabbing demonic beings, how far they were willing to go to deceive and lie and cheat and steal. And that's coming from a lot considering, you know, he's in the, uh, the world that he came from in the hotel industry and casinos and stuff like that, right? Those are some pretty dark gangsters, but the real gangsters are the bankers. The real gangsters of this world are the same people that do the kidnapping, they do the drug smuggling, they do all that stuff, except they, will, they wear $10,000 suits. Who do you think the biggest drug 
manufacturer, distributor was in 2000. Who is it now? Do you know what the opium export for the opium fields in Afghanistan was in the year 2000? I believe, I need to look it up, I believe it was about 3%. Do you know what it then became by 2003? It was 97%. I know friends personally that served in the military in Afghanistan that were guarding the opium fields. Do you know who had a big problem with the opium in Afghanistan? The Taliban. They were against it. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you wonder of where we are in this game of chess. Where do we lie? And who are we really supporting? And who are we really backing? And who do we and who can we really trust? And that's where the great delusion comes in. And that's why I always talk about the importance of God and having a spiritual balance within any of your decision-making, any and all of your decision-making. You got to result down to the core of the good versus evil because God will guide you if you allow him, if you let him in your heart. And I believe that that is so important and that's also what people are discovering more now and now than ever. Because I think a lot of the MAGA people uh, and these MAGA terrorists that they're now categorizing, uh, they do have spiritual guidance and spiritual discernment. And they do have a higher power that they believe in. But more importantly, they believe in the American spirit and the American system and the American economy and the American exceptionalism that we've endured for ever. And so now that's all under attack because their plan is almost complete. But more importantly, people are now waking up. So take this, take this message that's now being portrayed to where we're all being categorized as the FBI calls us domestic terrorists and calls anybody that challenges any of these specific these domestic terrorists, take that as a applaud for the fact that we are waking up and they do understand that we're going to take this country back. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Welcome to Non-Compliant America. I'm your host, Joshua Michael. It's the third segment going in here. Lots going on in the world, lots going around. I know today there was a Hamas surprise attack on Israel. Now Israel's declaring it's at war. It's literally a day after Hillary Clinton basically declared war against half, more than half of the American population calling them domestic terrorists. What a nice distraction. Now Israel is going to go to war. And so now that's going to be front and center of the headlines of everything you hear for the next media cycle. And is that because the Ukrainian war is falling apart? 
Is that because people are discovering how big of a fraud the actual Ukrainian war is and was, and how that's being completely dismantled, being exposed as essentially a slush fund for the Biden administration, as well as other people, where most of the money being sent to Ukraine is actually being utilized for campaign contributions and other things, payoffs, bribes, not actually being used for the war and the battle? Is that because that's being exposed? I don't know. It's a good question to ask, though. It's a good question to ask yourself. So just kind of a little blitz. Uh, there are some interesting things going on with the uh, new Speaker of the House. Uh, Jim Jordan is at the front and center. He's now officially been endorsed by Donald Trump, which uh, if you notice some of the things going around, you know, there's a lot of rabbit holes online. I, I had a guy call me yesterday and he was telling me all this crazy stuff. And, you know, we really have to create and treat our minds like a sanctuary. You have to be selective with what information that you're going to explore. Because there is one, now you're contending against AI. There's a lot of misinformation campaigns on both sides happening, I think on the right and the left. And there's these Q conspiracies and crazy conspiracies, but there are some very interesting things. There's so much interesting stuff. So you can go down these rabbit holes. And I'll get into what this guy was explaining to me. And, I, and I'm not curing favor. I'm not saying it's real or not. But it's so interesting. And, 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 and the question is, is like, why? Why this? Why would they expose this? Why would they expose that? You know, it's just, um, it's wild. But anyways, he was telling me how JFK Jr. was still alive and he was wearing a MAGA hat in some interview and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like... He's like, yeah, man, it's happening. Trump's still really the president. He's the only one that has the convoys. And, you know, he signed some Nassara gold-backed currency back in July of 2019 before he became president or before he was not president anymore. But he's actually still a president because he drives a motorcade and all this and all that. And I'm just like, okay, I, dude, I can't live in that world. Because I feel that that's a, a distraction or a coping mechanism to get you outside of reality to get you outside of the fact that the FBI now is targeting most of the American people and calling them domestic terrorists for having an opinion that is not far-fetched, such as you don't want people invading your border, such as, hey, it looks like there was a bunch of election fraud, or hey, I really like this guy's policy because he has a good economic policy and life was way better when Donald Trump was in office. Having those opinions now are getting to a point where we are getting to the Gestapo Nazi Germany type environment to where you won't be able to speak about those things. Think about that. In the United States of America, you cannot have a view or an opinion like that without them putting you on a list. Now they're openly declaring what we've already known it's no longer a conspiracy that the fbi is targeting you for having an opinion for speaking your mind for exercising the first amendment they're also coming after the second amendment measure 114 
and all the other overreaches that are happening. Now, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? It's because there is a giant wave coming and us exercising our first, second, third, fourth, fifth amendment, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, right? Is they know that we are now going to come to the realization that we're in a captured state. We're in a captured country. We've been manipulated and fooled. We've been fat and happy for too long to where now the average person, and, and, and I saw a glimpse of this in COVID, and I think it's going to come again when they do the oncoming climate lockdowns. Yes, I said climate lockdowns. They're already talking about it. Climate lockdowns. You can't have energy. You can't go anywhere. You can't travel. You can't do this. All the things that I've been talking about. They are now getting ready to roll out. So when that comes, you're going to say, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. This is ridiculous. So the regular people are going to have to get off of their chair and start getting involved and getting engaged. So they're priming the FBI and the other cloak and dagger agencies, such as the NSA and the CIA and the, you know these organizations, to now get ready to spy, file, and track the American people for the oncoming movement that's going to counter this next lockdown type phase. When your grocery bill, when you go to the store and it's $15 for a gallon of milk and it used to be $4, you're going to get angry. You're going to get upset. You're going to say, wait a minute. I don't want this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Oh, shut down. Sit down, terrorists. How dare you challenge us? How dare you say something like that? You can't speak like that. It's 1984. It's a brave new world. We're in that state. It's happening right now. And anybody, all the major people, Joe Rogan, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump, Alex Jones, Russell Brand, Andrew Tate, anybody with any type of dissenting view that's countering this revolution that's happening where they're trying to convince you to sit down, shut up, don't speak out, don't say this, what you're thinking is wrong, gaslighting, 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 gaslighting. They are coming after them. But by extension, now they are coming after you. So they're broadening their scope and they believe they have enough infrastructure because we all, as selfish, disgusting, indulging human beings, we all suck into the matrix when we jump on our cell phones and we dive into their crap and we download their apps and we go to their stores and we buy their stuff and we're sucked into their programs in which we were asleep while they put them in place. And they feel they have such an embedded relationship with you that you are not going to take enough sacrifice to unwind out of their systems that they control and they've consolidated enough of the markets with COVID and everything else 
So they feel they are going to go ahead and move forward with the next phase. Because part of that capturing of your mind and capturing of the state and capturing of the system, the part of that is they have to tell you because it's so obvious now. They have to tell you to get you to accept it, to be further domesticated, create further levels of Stockholm Syndrome, so you actually sit down to your captor and you say, sir, yes, sir, can I have another? And then at that point is when they start rounding people up and they start doing things. They further escalate things. This is not something new. This is not a new idea. It is not a new plan. It is not a new concept. And some people criticize and some people might be turning off the show right now being like, man, that is way too dark. Because what I'm saying is true and it's resonating with you. It's screaming at your subconscious. Because it's very real. We are facing a legitimate, very complex tyranny that is so complex. Now we're embedding in with AI. Robert Epstein came out the other day, which I haven't even got into that. And he's actually countering all the election fraud. He's saying the 2024 election is already being manipulated by one of the most powerful powerful corporations in the entire planet is Google and how they're doing it without anybody knowing it. And he's one of the only people that's exposing it, more importantly, able to track what they're doing and how they're manipulating people. Because again, people all go to Google and they go to Google and they say, okay, Google, what am I going to do? Hey, I'm going to put in a speaker in my house that listens to me. I know it's listening to me, but I'm not doing anything wrong. So I'm going to put it in there because it's convenient. So I'm going to let them spy on me. I'm going to let them listen to me. I'm going to let them do these things. And believe it or not, he says that Apple is better than Google. Believe it or not. And how do we de-Google our systems? How do we de-Google our infrastructure? Well, there was, a, there was a point about 10 years ago where Google actually turned off the internet in the middle of the night. Nobody knew. That's how powerful they are, folks. And that's what we're fighting against. But you got to wake up. And more importantly, you got to understand what I'm saying. We'll be right back. all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. You're listening to Lawn Can Play America. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. It's the 7th of October. Can you believe it? 2023. We are almost exactly 365 days from the oncoming election that is going to be a drastic landslide for Donald Trump and most Republican candidates if we can get on the forefront, if we can get in front of this the administrative state that they are trying to put in front of this election and silencing all dissenting views, anybody that challenges the narrative of the nonsense. That's really what it is. Talking, asking legitimate questions, having an opinion, 
saying, I don't agree with that. I don't think that that's the case. I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's the thing. Here's why I think that, you know, I was listening to, uh, a PBD podcast again with that Lincoln project guy, uh, last week, I think I played a little piece of it, but what was so interesting is that the guy that was, uh, countering him and like, Hey, I don't think that that's what happened on January 6th. And he's like, well, why do you think that? He's like, I was actually looking at real video on Twitter. And he's like, oh, Twitter, that's not, those people, that's not uh, legitimate. That's not an official record. That's not official news. That can't be real. That's just people with a bunch of cell phones. Well, yeah, that's raw open content. That's how you're able to see actually what's happening because there's no slant. Literally somebody holding a camera and giving you an option to just spectate what happened and coming to your own conclusion. That's really what the new model is. That's what people want. Free, open content with no teleprompter. Teleprompters are dangerous. Some people really like teleprompters. Some people don't. Personally, I, I practice and do not want to ever have a teleprompter. Yes, it could be more effective. Yes, like Tucker Carlson, I think he writes his stuff. He uses a teleprompter. Stu Peters, I believe, uses a tele, teleprompter too. You can just tell surgically how in, in you know, focused they are on these topics and how divergent and detailed, which is very valuable for that. Right? That's, not the, that's not the flow that I want for my show. But more importantly, what I do want to announce is that I'm going to be offering more shows at Noncompliant America that are not going to be regulated with any type of format, just a free, open format talk discussion for hours, about two hours is about what we're going to do. Uh, and I'm just going to do in-depth interviews with people. I'm, uh, I'm looking to get Dr. Brian Artison, I'm um, negotiating that. He was supposed to be on the show today, and uh, there was a conflict um, with some of the communication, so we weren't able to get him on in the time that we recorded the show today, uh, which he has some uh, fascinating things going on, and I know that there is um, an event going on up in Washington in a couple weeks uh, where he's going to be up there, a bunch of really amazing doctors and people are going to be up there, uh, as well. Um, and so, you know, just wanting to get in the forefront of that, wanting to, uh, talk about that. You can go to PatriotsUnitedWA.com. It's 14 days from now. It's called the great Northwest awakening hosted by Mike Terry and the great Kristen, uh, Kasoak. Freedom and, freedom and liberty are worth it. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of people. Lindsey Graham's going to be there. Tim Young, Brian Weaver, Bobby Sauce, Seth Keschel, Dr. Frank, Mr. Brian Artis, Suzanne Gallagher, uh, Glenn Morgan, Angela Todd, uh, at PDX Real. Uh, Angela Todd, she does a lot of videos uh, on there that are amazing. You can get your tickets now. Go to Patriots United wa.com um, they are not a sponsor but uh, I do support everything that they're doing and I support 
their movement. And I support them taking action and doing things to try to uh, create a better, stronger resistance movement for the Northwest. Because let's be real, folks. We are in one of the captured states. We are in one of the 15-minute city locations, which they're going to be, excuse me, rolling out in Portland. But that believe, I believe, that gives me a segue into something that's very interesting. And I know this is the tail end. I meant to hit this at the beginning, but I got so sidetracked with a bunch of other things. So what I want you to do is pull out your phone. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm against phones, but they are useful tools. And that's why it's such a hard thing to get away from. But what I want you to do tonight when the sun starts to go down is pull out your phone, go to the compass, and go to about 52 degrees, 50 degrees northeast. Look up in the sky. If you're in Oregon, look up in the sky before it gets dark. And if you wake up early enough, check it out as the sun is coming up as well. And I got it on video this morning. There is some type of satellite drone that's brighter than all the other stars that never goes away, it never moves, it never leaves, and it's always there up in the northeast sky. Let me ask you, I want your opinion. Write me at jm at noncompliantamerica.com. What do you think that is? What do you think that is? Because they're popping up everywhere. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about this bright star. That's not a star. Clearly, it's some type of drone system, eye in the sky, something. And what a perfect time for them to roll that out. As they state that Donald Trump followers are now on the domestic terrorist watch list, the MAGA movement are considered extremists, anybody that has an opinion, and now they have an eye in the sky. Here's another thing. On Highway 22, East Highway 22, they built these barriers in between the uh, eastbound lane and the westbound lane all the way down. Well, about a month and a half ago, they came in and they took out about a 60 to 80 foot section of the barrier in the middle of the road, uh, not near an intersection, not across from an intersection for no reason. They finished it off and made it complete. So now there is a gap in these barriers in which those were meant, quote unquote, to protect traffic from oncoming traffic hitting each other. It used to be just an open center lane. Then they put these median barriers in there. Well, they just took a huge section of it out, right in the middle, right at the bottom of a hill. It's really interesting. And let me ask you, anybody that knows, anybody that's in the state, works for the highway department, anything else, what is an explanation for them opening that barrier up right now? I really want to get your opinions as well. Go ahead and write me, jam at noncompliantamerica.com. I want to hear your opinion. I want to know. What do you think that barrier, and it's about 80 feet, and they closed it off, so they finished it. So now it's just an open gap. It's not near there where they'll put an intersection. It's not anything like that. I think it's a checkpoint. I think it's a future checkpoint location that's a key artery for getting out of the town, for getting out of Salem, that's a key artery. 
in which if they put a checkpoint, they have a place to turn people back and turn people back into the city as well as block things off. What do you think? Thanks for listening. I'm Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Go to noncompliantamerica.com, like and subscribe. Make sure to share this channel. And again, always watch your six and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.